All right, so I'm back here with Johnny, and um, right now we're going to just talk about the prophetic. Um, how how does he hear? How does he recommend? Um, what are her thoughts on on just how to dive into to how anyone can prophesy? Um, the word tells us to eagerly desire the gifts, um, and out of all of them, that we should really desire to prophesy. So, so Johnny, first of all, you do you believe? I know you don't technically call yourself a prophet, but you would say that you have the gift of prophecy. Is that is that correct? Yeah. Uh, you know, I let other people sort that out as to if I'm one or not. And I think if you, um, you know, if you have to tell somebody, and I'm not knocking it, you know, but if you have to tell somebody, you have to show a card uh, or have a website in order to prove it, then maybe there hasn't been enough evidence or manifestation of it. And uh, so, you know, the scripture doesn't really talk about having the prophet of uh, the prophet title. You don't, uh, you know, whether it's apostle or prophet, it'd be Paul the apostle, not apostle Paul, but we'll say apostle <laughs> Paul. It says Peter, an apostle, and it'll be Agabus, a prophet. And so it's a functional description of who they are, what they're doing. And we realize even, because people, that's something that even affected me for a while, is like, okay, well, how do you know? When is it? Mm-hmm. When Are you a prophet? And that's totally. probably a good for another uh, whole session yeah, at, yeah. at some point. How, <laughs> What's the... how do you know? But it's an interesting scripture. I think I have it right, opened right. I wasn't looking specifically at it, but it's 1 Corinthians 14, which has a lot of uh, uh, information, revelation on the prophetic. It'll say, if any man, anyone consider himself a prophet, and, and, uh, um, and, and I can't find it right in front, of, but it's an interesting terminology. If anyone consider himself, let him remember this. There's Paul giving it. If anyone consider himself a prophet, do this. So it's like you realize even in the New Testament, mm-hmm. we'd go, man, we should go back to the days when it was clear cut, you know, right. they all knew. And he's like, no, they didn't all know. Mm-hmm. And he's having to warn, if you just follow Paul's writings all the time, he's having to warn about false prophetic all the time. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, the rules were really quite similar to now. Mm-hmm. You have to, you shall know them by their fruits. Yeah. And so if there's, there's the, you know, from a receiving in, if you're the one receiving a prophetic or hearing about a prophetic, there should be something you trust the spirit that's inside of you. Mm-hmm. And that's really the first Corinthians 14 yeah. guideline as well. It says, let two or three prophesy, let the rest judge. So mm-hmm. what does that mean, judge? It doesn't mean go to your brain. It means the Holy Spirit. You yeah. know, what's he saying? Does your ding, ding, ding go off? And yeah. you go, I just heard, I have just mm-hmm. heard God. I, took, I actually consider that to be a stronger gift within me than even the prophetic gift mm-hmm. is prophetic recognition. Mm-hmm. I'll hear something. I'll read something. I'll read a newspaper and I'll read a headline. I go, It'll go off, ding, ding, yeah. ding. Like that's, that's that, that, I just read something prophetic. Yeah, yeah. And and so we realize that this is is a, is 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 how it how it works. Is is your 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 truth bell goes off, right. and that's and that's part of the partnership in this process of the prophetic. It's not carte blanche, black and white. Mm-hmm. This guy's a prophet. I listen to everything he says. Yeah. It's like really every every word. You're like you know he has gained trust with me over the time I've known him because there has been this it's really borne out the way he has said it and so mm-hmm. that's a way of knowing the trust but there is the, the New Testament model is always checking with the Holy Spirit yeah. in, inside of you and that being the final uh, green light on it but going to um, the actual you know the questions you're bringing up of how do you how do you actually hear from God um, can anyone do this as can, the body? Yeah. Um, can anyone do it? You know, some ask, how did I get started? When did I know as a prophet? And I, I tell people to this day, I've never really 
wrestled with that one very much on am I a prophet or not a prophet? I just like, I, I, do, I do know I have a prophetic gift and I could easily name a hundred uh, pretty significant times I, I went on went out on a limb on something other than God's going to bless you. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. there's going to be discovered gold here, silver, salt mm-hmm. mines, this change, like something uh, specific. And I could tell over a hundred times where I said something and, and, it, and it, it was fulfilled. And so that, that's the reality of it. Has there been a hundred percent? I doubt it. I really have given thousands and thousands of prophetic words and, and, but I've not been motivated by that. It's actually easier for me not to call myself a prophet. Mm-hmm. And I just say, I'm a prophetic voice. Yeah. You judge yourself, you yeah, discern. Totally. But the reason I'm called prophet mm-hmm. is, and that's how I'm introduced 90% of the time when I go somewhere, <laughs> never by my instruction yeah. is because I have said enough things that have been fulfilled mm-hmm. that I've called that. And really that's, I recommend that for people trying to wrestle through where am I? Am I not? Should I call myself? Should I not? It's like excess luggage at some point, yeah. excess baggage trying to uh, wrestle through that. And you put, you can put too much on yourself. Yeah. And then it, when, you know, prophecy and the gift of the prophetic, this is just part of the whole hearing thing. This is maybe key, key number one. Revelation flows out of peace, mm. not out of striving. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's one of the hardest things to ever get revelation is mm-hmm. when you're trying to strive yeah. with it yeah. you're trying to prove something with it mm-hmm. it like it just flows in presence and connectivity with him mm-hmm. he tells secrets to his friends so when you feel like you're in a moment of friendship with him and of course you want to live that way but you're in a moment of friendship with him and so out of it all of a sudden you begin to feel his communication yeah. his heart yeah. you know in the beginning was the word he is the word his essence mm-hmm. is communication uh, he has been misunderstood, misread as, no, he told us one thing, the scripture 2,000 years ago, and he'll tell us, you know, he don't want anybody else speaking mm-hmm. for him until then. Well, that's that's not true. He said, my sheep know my voice. It yeah. wasn't just they knew my voice. It right. wasn't they know the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And when he said, I will send the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and he will remind you what I said, but he will lead you into all truth. Mm-hmm. He said, there are many things I would want to tell you now, but you're not ready for them. Mm-hmm. But I will send the Holy Spirit. So this idea that the only thing we're to go with is the scripture written scripture i agree but don't forget that part of the scripture yeah the scripture that says uh the holy spirit is there for ongoing communication Mm -hmm. and so you know you're not going to be able to open the bible and find out lord should i invest in this stock Mm -hmm. it won't be there Mm -hmm. he'll have to speak speak a live word should i marry this person it won't be there Mm -hmm. you're going to have to find that you know it's not jeremiah somewhere that you're going to find right and so once you get the, the common sense part of it is we have to have present living communication mm-hmm. from him just the accepting of that begins to open you up to the prophetic all on its own mm-hmm. oh my goodness we do need the living word of god and so there's an aspect of everyone should be in hearing from god mm-hmm. i think everybody uh, you know we did a, a prophetic manual we still have it out there how to hear from god and and we have in there uh, and i have two titles for it uh, i say uh, growing in the prophetic is one of the titles mm-hmm. Hearing from God is the second one. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, if you're charismatic, Pentecostal, this is growing in the prophetic. Yeah. If you're Baptist, this is called hearing from God. <laughs> I go, same material, right. because we have this thing. Now, don't right. don't throw that word prophetic. Yeah. And we get weird with titles and descriptions. Mm-hmm. But I think everybody has to agree that it is biblical hearing from God. Right. And so, to your question of who can prophesy, well, Paul also answers, even using that mm-hmm. Terminology. You know, that's uh, 1 Corinthians 14. 
He, he talks about pursuing love and desire the spiritual gifts. You, you started out, Chris, with the, you know, it says desire, earnestly desire the best gifts. That was the last verse of, uh, of the previous, ch- uh, well, of chapter 12, but earnestly desire the best gifts. And it's interesting that earnestly desire is, is really the same word as lust. And mm. you're like, lust is not good. But this is no, you know, I'm open to People say, yeah. well, I'm open to the gifts. Yeah, I'm yeah. going, well, you'll never get them. Right. Uh, it's not Interesting. safe Interesting. be open to. Yeah. It's like, it, it says earnestly desire. Mm-hmm. And, and then it tells you really that things that advance love are the best. But then the prophetic, well, I'll follow with what Paul, Paul says in a minute. But first we want to know, you want to be desirous of this. And so you want to recognize you need it for yourself. Mm-hmm. But your prophetic gift is almost never for yourself. It's right. for others. Yeah, it's yeah. how the Lord has the body. We look over each mm-hmm. other's shoulder. We find each other's blind mm-hmm. spots and we cover it. And yeah, he speaks to us uh, some aspect of, of what we need to know. But there's always going to be a missing dimension, a missing piece of the puzzle, even mm-hmm. to our own lives. Yes, because people, I don't need to hear from a prophet. I hear it all from God. You're going to miss out on, you're going to have blind spots. Mm-hmm. He created on purpose because he wants us to be the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes he sense. wants us to function. Mm-hmm. One, one member supply. So he'll give us the start. If you think of a puzzle with 50 pieces, you may get 25, but then uh, it's, it's to a smaller puzzle, you know, eight, mm-hmm. eight, and you're going you're gonna to get five of them, but you've got three big missing pieces. Mm-hmm. You need the body and you need a prophetic uh, body. But Paul, he talks in 1 Corinthians 14, uh, he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. And then he talks about speaking in tongues. And he says, I wish, verse 5, I wish all of you spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. So if he already says he wished everybody would speak in tongues, but that he considered prophesying another level, that tells you everyone is made to prophesy. And I like to say it's sort of like... Uh, uh, when you go, no, no, you don't understand. I've tried it and I didn't, it didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Well, when we teach on the prophetic, we teach as you step out in faith and say, I think I got something from the Lord for you. Uh, um, you're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. You go, you're going to miss it. Like you just got to get over it. If, <laughs> if, if you're going to miss it from time to Paul yeah. said it in, you know, first Corinthians 13, we see in part, we prophesy in part. Yeah. I said, but because you miss it does not mean you're not called to do it. Mm-hmm. Paul already established everyone should. Jesus and my sheep know my voice. Yeah. And I said, it, I, I like to think of it in the standpoint of, of, uh, of a baby learning to walk. Mm-hmm. Every parent, I point out every parent who has a child knows the process of a child. It's not one day he springs out of his crib and goes, hey, you know, I walk today. Right. I, I realize I'm called to walk. <laughs> yeah. It's like right. you, you, you know that this person, this baby who only wants to crawl yeah. is supposed to walk. Mm-hmm. So you begin to set up things for this baby, have to walk. You stand <laughs> up, you do it like they, they, you make them stand the first couple of mm-hmm. times, they sit back down. They don't want to. I'm not called to do this. <laughs> right, right. And, but you know they are. Right. And that's why I tell pastors, your people are called to prophesy. You, you create atmosphere and you create an atmosphere where it doesn't have to be perfect mm-hmm. and it allows for falling and it allows for sit down. And I said, then when they finally do take a step or two, I said, I've never seen, none of our kids started taking a step or two without falling. It's a step or two and a fall. Uh And then it's two or three steps Uh and a fall. And then it's just less. And then all of a sudden, they got it. And then you, that's how the prophetic works is Mm -hmm. you do it and you go, uh, and part of it is you're getting strengthened. You're getting strengthened in faith and in recognizing the voice of God. And the other other part of it is you just keep insisting and knowing 
that this is something mm-hmm. you absolutely yeah. are called to because he is the word. He's Jesus. Mm-hmm. My sheep know my voice. You may all prophesy. You should all. It's like, okay, I, I'm going to do this. Okay. And if you commit yeah. to it, right. the more you do it, the better you'll yeah. be. You start yeah. recognizing, and I'll just say, uh, you know, kind of going into how we hear the voice of God. There are three essential voices we have to contend with in our own uh, head. This is, this is mm-hmm. important as well. I think the foundation, again, is you must believe, first of all, you need to desire this. Right. Number two, you must believe it's valuable. Desire it, and that would go with with that. Realize it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. And it's like not a special breed. Uh, <laughs> right. it's, it's the, again, it would be the same special breed. These kids have learned to walk. Right. Well, it's somebody hung with them <laughs> right. in process, right. and that's yeah, and yeah. you can imagine you could really you could have a five year old that's just still rolling around crawling if there had not ever been someone helping him in that mm-hmm. process of, of of strengthening uh, their muscles and all that. But then you, um, what was I saying about this? One? So the three, the three voices that we contend. Oh, with. the three voices. Yes. Thank you, thank you, Chris. So the three voices you contend with are, you know, your own voice, the voice of God, mm-hmm. the voice of the enemy. How do you discern that? <laughs> and, you know, and that is really what it's yeah, all about. Right. That's where you get faith. Was like when I is this my voice or is this yeah, his voice? Right. And at some point, it's easier to. Uh, at some point. You know, kind of the first one you learn to check off the list is the voice of the enemy mm-hmm. at some point. And, and again, this work goes back to uh, the grid of how you grew up and what we call prophets of doom and gloom. You really will be, you'll pick up, that is, you'll pick up from Satan and, and it'll sound religious even. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but you'll have a judgment prophecy that you have no business mm-hmm. giving. And uh, you'll you'll have, have observed something through the lens of the ten spies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have observed something through the lens of instead of seeing uh, uh, the valley of dry bones and prophesying hope, as mm-hmm. Ezekiel thirty seven says, you'll prophesy, man, you are dry bones. Mm-hmm. You're you have no hope. Mm-hmm. You are in trouble, and you know you mm-hmm. just and that would be agreeing. That's not your voice. And that's not the Lord's voice. That is the enemy's voice. Mm-hmm. But as you advance, you find the hardest one to differentiate between is your voice mm-hmm. and the voice of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because you'll stick your own voice and say, thus says the Lord, my person. And so if you put a little bit of King James or something in there or whatever, sometimes you uh, deceive. That's, that's the hardest. My process was discerning, I say still is, yeah. um, between my voice mm-hmm. and, and his voice. And even on that one, again, I think this is a helpful visual and it comes to me um, now, is if you think of um, making coffee uh-huh. and coffee in a filter and there's the grounds you put in there. Uh-huh. And, and so for the purposes of the prophetic, think of grounds being your perceptions, your presuppositions, uh-huh. your prejudices. Uh-huh. And particularly as they apply to the situation that's before you. Uh-huh. And so that's in your filter. And then you say, Lord, would you please speak? Mm-hmm. And he pours some. Think of the water being poured mm-hmm. into there. And you know he poured something in. Mm-hmm. And then you come out. and you, I know this is God. You, you yeah. think you know it's God because he poured something in. But your own filter and your own prejudices, mm-hmm. um, your own eschatology, mm-hmm. your own perception of the end mm-hmm. times causes you to say something. It causes something. It causes it to come out. A coffee instead of pure water, <laughs> right, you right. know that is, yeah. and, and it's your coffee. Uh, and so, what you 
what you want to do is be able to, even as you present yourself, to hear for somebody. Like if you're praying for people, it becomes easy when you're in a church setting and you know, you're on the prophetic team. You're going to pray mm-hmm. for people and you look at people. You want to not have anything in your filter. Mm-hmm. You would, if you have to say, Lord, I just empty my own. You don't want to look at anybody and say, well, he looks like a winner or he looks like a loser. Right. Or he looks. You don't want to do that because right. God has chosen the weak, small, foolish things mm-hmm. of this world. And so you do not want to have your own <laughs> concepts, <laughs> precepts totally. on there. Yeah. You want to come and like, Lord, I just want to look everybody fresh. Mm-hmm. I want to look at, that's a good place to good place to start a prayer with Lord. Lord, I want to look at people the way you look at them. Mm-hmm. I want to see what you see. And so by saying that, uh, uh, you're saying, I don't want a filter yeah. in there. And that's part of the process. And you learn, mm-hmm. uh, you learn when you're, when you're doing that. And mm-hmm. there's a point um, where you can, it connects with a feeling and that's part of the prophetic. It does. There's an impression. Do you learn? You just know you felt something tender of the Lord. Yeah. And yeah. I'll, I'll speak to a mayor of a city and tell him what God's going to do for his economy and but I, but there is this. There's some, you know, some pictures, some images that go on in my mind. But it's, it's I don't know. I can separate it even from the heart that I begin to feel from the Lord for Him hmm. and His and His city. Yeah. And so you put those things together um, like that, and you have none of your filter, and you've removed your filter. You've chosen to remove your your filter, and 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 it's amazing how something powerful will come. It's really. The, you know, if we went into another direction just for a second on the power of the prophetic, mm-hmm. that, you know, it, I could say it breaks barren church, it bar- uh, sterilism, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, barrenness, I guess is a word. It breaks barrenness um, and it because it speaks in it speaks into into being into life. It's like the valley of dry bones and then the prophetic. Who does he bring when there's a valley of dry bones? A prophetic voice mm-hmm. to agree with him. And speak what the Lord says into a dead situation, and then whew, suddenly unlock that reality. It, un- yeah. it unlocks um, that rea- reality, and it's just an incredible privilege. And I tell people, you know, it's like, how did God create the, the world? Well, he spoke. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Did he get like yeah. uh, okay, the building staff community? Right. You know, let's right. let's have a kind of, you know, let's have a strat ops on how we're going to do this. Okay, right. you can do that. No, no, it's like let there be, let there be, let there be, mm-hmm. let there be light. There was light. Let there be, mm-hmm. and it's like. What he taught me is if you will actually hear what I say, and if you'll say it, it'll be as if I said it. Yeah, that's uh, good. And it's, and it's that powerful, the amazing, it's like him giving us, uh, you know, the atomic bombs mm-hmm. of heaven mm-hmm. to, to trust us at that level. Yeah. But it's progressive, uh, and, and, it takes, and it takes a while. But back to a couple of ways. Uh, um, yeah, let's talk about the images. and, and Yeah, what, what, are, what are like tangible ways that you would say God speaks or, you know, like, and now let's talk about the, you know, what are they? Like, how does this work? And, and I'll mention one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm just going to say eight of them and, and probably not uh, delve into them much on this one. We do. Again, we have a whole, yeah. uh, I think we have nine uh, videos and, and, uh, and, and a, what do you call the book? The handbook, yeah. workbook on on hearing from God, growing in the prophetic, and strongly recommend it. You know, it's how we yeah. trained hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people really in the in the prophetic, particularly while we were pastoring a church. But these are um, some quick. I'd say number one, images. Number two, impressions. Number three, visions. Number four, dreams. Number five, events. Number six, numeric repetitions. Number seven, trances. Number eight, taken in the spirit. We could add number nine, audible voice mm-hmm. uh, of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and How so, does it happen most for you? Um, 
how, how it happens most is images. I will get, I will see an image. And again, it's not like an open vision. We could have, I should, that would be another way we mm-hmm. listen. Open vision is where it's like a movie unfolds in front of you. Mm-hmm. And like it's literally, it interrupts and it's like a screen is pulled in front of you. Like it really doesn't take much faith to prophesy. <laughs> right, an open vision. <laughs> at, at an open vision. It, yeah. It's amazing. I'll find people that, that their vision, their faith fails them at, at an open vision, which I don't understand. But um, so it's like, like, that's like, it's kind of what you want. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, give me an open vision yeah, on this right. one. It's like, uh, uh, you don't, he, he just, he always sticks to, prophesy according to your faith mm-hmm. and it's like it's going to take faith yeah and so you, you you go with it so images impressions and and i could have put the feelings mm-hmm. part again is there's more and more you begin to connect to the heart you, you lock into a person or a situation and you feel his heart for it mm-hmm. there's something about feeling what he's feeling for a person a situation that uh, is so much the key. And I think I, I less operated that way early on. Mm-hmm. I think I wasn't as sensitized in that way. But progressively, that's what you realize that it is, is you want to you wanna feel what he's feeling. You want to see the way he, he does. And, and, and you, you have some quick, you know, guardrails for yourself. If you're feeling that you know just irritated with the person mm-hmm. i don't like you're not there yeah. <laughs> right don't prophesy <laughs> yeah 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 that says the lord yeah, you yeah. tick me off um and and uh and they hit you over the head and confirm you were a prophet but there's like it's and that's almost you know there there's there's a that's a, a, a prototypical picture of yeah. what the prophetic has been as well they're irritated people and they're letting out their yeah. need to uh, to say something that mm-hmm. that is that isn't help, helpful but the images, it can be in that same place, you know, or I, I think I was saying in a, one of our other podcasts is, you know, when I say the word apple and I say green apple and then I say red apple, and then I say orange and, and an orange and a small orange, big orange. You saw there is in your in that that little um, screen of your imagination. You actually saw very faintly, but you saw you saw colors, sizes. Um, if I tell you giraffe. All of a sudden, yeah, something with a long neck uh, shows up. Shows up there. Something will always show up on that screen. That screen can so be taken of over by the Holy Spirit, particularly when, when you when you submit it to Him. Mm-hmm. When you're you're uh, you're operational, you're like, I'm here for that. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm supposed to operate in the prophetic. That's mm-hmm. who I am. It's what I'm supposed to do. And and so this those things will will happen um, for you. Um, you know, the, again, I did mention vision. So there's the open vision. There's the um, not so open vision where what I talk about just an image, where where there's an actual. It, it's like a little movie plays out, mm-hmm. but it's not like an open screen. Mm-hmm. It, uh, and it's just again, it's just as valuable. The scripture it says, "Let everyone crop, prophesy according to his faith, mm-hmm. not according to even to the gift. Mm-hmm. It's to his faith." And so it's which like, is what you were saying earlier when people yeah. will have an open vision. So it's like they have a strong gifting, but you're saying they struggle to say it and know if it's prophetic because they don't have the faith for it. Yeah, which is so fascinating. It's so I feel like I go on fumes from God and and, yeah. and make major uh, declarations and things just and, because of where your faith's at. Where my faith is yeah. at in it, and it's because it's happened uh, so many times yeah. uh, before. That's really good. And what often happens, I'll often kind of my initial statement of prophetic 
is I'll, it, I was, it's not very strong. I'll, you know, I made, you know, I think I see, this, and then as soon as I say it, my spirit goes, like, yeah. in fact, I'm sure of that. And then I'll follow yeah. and say it a little stronger because yeah. I heard myself, and it's funny, faith comes by hearing. Yeah. Uh, and so right. I heard myself say it, and then when I heard it, I'm like, that was so God. Yeah. And so then you say it again, and you say it um, uh, stronger. When I mention, okay, dreams are an obvious mm-hmm. way, and there's a whole segment could easily be done yeah. on dreams because it can be one of the most frustrating ways God speaks to you <laughs> right, right. because he clearly does and you have them and why do you remember uh, parts of the dreams and why don't you mm-hmm. and and the fact that symbolism is extremely strong yeah, in dreams and like totally. it's almost never when you, it's but it's the almost part yeah. almost never when he shows you a person is it talking about the person is what the person represents mm-hmm. when you a vehicle in you is almost never about the vehicle but what the vehicle represents and it can mm-hmm. be ministry and so there's all this symbolism and many people have it have advanced and, and put out books on that, and yeah, it's, it's great. Right. But it's it's still, it's part of adventures with God, and it, even right. though it can be more frustrating, it's worth the journey, because yeah. the purpose of all this is He wants relationship to, with us. To engage back and forth, to, to, to wrestle. Yeah, yeah totally. The, the yeah. back and forth. And then I say... Um, events or events in the newspaper. I'm I no, see that with you a lot. Yeah. You, you're always watching. You're yeah. all, like It's like you have an antenna towards headlines and to just yeah. the statements that culture is making. And, and, you know, big championship games. And mm-hmm. the Lord just speaks to me, says, I'm aware what people are watching. Hmm. And so I, I'm, I'm parabolically speaking something. It's not that yeah. I'm making that team win or lose, mm-hmm. but I know it's going to happen. And, and so there is something playing out before them that I'm... Uh, uh, I want to be known, like, yeah. you, you know... It, I'm going to use this as a teaching tool, or I'm going to use yeah. this as a... As a... Like, it, in Proverbs, it's scripture I don't have in front of me, but it's that it says, essentially, you know, a king will hide things, it's a matter of royalty, but yeah, and it's it a royal yeah. response to that, to search the matter out. Mm-hmm. So something happens, and you have uh, something goes, wow, there's that's important. And yeah. I think a lot of you already get that, you know, and that that's a key part of how a prophetic uh, moment goes to the next level is you don't know what the prophetic part of it is but you're like whether it's the game we go mm-hmm. that that was god was speaking through that mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. and many people will say that even as they respond interact on facebook or whatever yeah, when they yeah. give a prophetic word and that is a key part of knowing that something prophetic is is happening i point out you know moses in exodus chapter three when the lord spoke to him out of the burning bush you go yeah well if he had a burning bush and started talking about a burning bush that would be nice i don't grace but it's interesting if we if you actually go read it it said that there was a bush that began to burn but it was not consumed and that moses noticed it and he says and when he turned aside to see why the bush didn't burn then the lord spoke out to him mm. It wasn't as interruptive as people think. Yeah, it's like, did you turn aside? Did you yeah, notice? I right. was. That's did really good. Did you notice? Yeah. And and we, I teach that as kind of the most important thing of growing in the prophetic is learning to pay attention. Yeah. Where you say, "I'm here, Lord," and I, and, and then he, you know, uh, he, there's you're asking him a question, and there's a number that passes by you on the license plate, mm-hmm. and it answers it. Question, you're like, oh, yeah. and you so a high yeah. five with that's with good. Papa. Yeah. I had a, we were talking about this earlier, but I, my phone was locked and I've got a lock on my phone this morning. I opened it up. Um, when I pulled it, it was in my pocket. So it was locked. It was totally turned off. 
Um, and then I pulled it out of my pocket like 20 minutes later and on my calculator it was open and it just said 333. <laughs> so my phone would had to have been opened, the calculator put up and then it just hit yeah. three threes. And I immediately knew, I was like, this is something from God. You know, and so just things like that. And what I told you, yeah. just to interrupt that, I, I, right when you told me that, I said, well, that's Jeremiah 33.3. Totally. Uh, I got things to tell you that you do not know. And he goes, right. you said, oh, I had just been in Jeremiah 33.3. <laughs> yeah, so it's and so, so then it's like, hello, that's communication. Right. Yeah, and absolutely. It, and it's exciting. Totally. So how would, you, how would you cultivate, you know, if you had people out there saying, like, Johnny, how, how, how can I cultivate this voice? You kind of listed off the ways that God can speak. Or did you, were there more on that list that you wanted to go through? Well, I can go right there. It, it goes with it. I was just looking at my at list at the... I was numeric repetitions was the next one I had listed. And so it was that, you know, yeah. it speaks to you out of Jeremiah 33. Then you see Jeremiah 33, three. And, and you know, when you get, when you get unusual numbers, sets of numbers repeated. And, and again, it's like, we do have extremists in the prophetic camp and I'm, it's fine. I think the Lord smiles and it's fine, but it's like, yeah, I'm seeing fives everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's like one five. Well, you know, you're going to see a one sequence of five, right. a lot of places. Right. And uh, you know, every, every hour I'm seeing it on the clock. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going to see it because that's, that's not all that prophetic uh, when it's kind of the law of averages um, would have, would have revealed that to you. But there's something about number sequences, particularly like multiple ones, like, mm you know, five, 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 and, and, or, or a repeat of, uh, you know, you may get a whole bunch of one, four, threes all of a sudden in one day. Mm-hmm. I'm, and you, all of a sudden the third time, you're like, that's the third time I've seen one, four, three today. Mm-hmm. And it'd be Lord saying, I love you. Yeah. And he's giving you, uh, you know, a little love note like that. Mm-hmm. And the more he knows you're paying attention, this is what I say. There's people, I never see things like that. Yeah. I know, do you ever pay attention for yeah, it? No. Yeah. The more you pay attention the more you find he's speaking to you. Mm-hmm. And it's just a joy because it connects you because that's what we starve for is, I want him to talk to me. Like I that want real him connection. To yeah, yeah, the connection. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just rarely speaking audible. Mm-hmm. And he's speaking in so many, you know, he's a, he's a romantic at heart. And it's mm-hmm. like he loves, he's, he's playing these, you know, clues and dropping mm-hmm. clues and hints. And he loves mm-hmm. it when you go after, when you find it. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's, ultimately that is, you know the major purpose of growing in the prophetic because you grow in relationship with him and in, mm-hmm. in his heart and it's just a missed opportunity uh, uh of uh, maturing in your intimacy with god mm-hmm. by not desiring the prophetic and and desiring to hear his voice mm-hmm. and again this desiring the prophetic to desire it so man i would like people to consider me a prophet that's a really kind of not a highest uh, mo- motivation. <laughs> motivation you should love it because you want communication yeah, from the God, father totally and then you want to see what it releases into people's totally. life that wow they get healed on a prophetic mm-hmm. word they get blessed and they get hope um they got, and just to see the exchange where a word comes from you and he uses you to give a word that releases that next level of hope mm-hmm. or healing or breakthrough mm-hmm. for a person and what a what an exciting Amazing privilege. gift to be able to give yeah. someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is awesome, Johnny. Um, this this closes out our series on the prophetic that we did this week. We hope you guys enjoy it. Um, there's so much more resources online. You can get the Rise Handbook to see some of the stuff that we're doing now. There's a bunch of stuff um, you know, from the, from the archives on the prophetic that Johnny and Elizabeth have done. So we invite you guys to check that out if you're more interested in this topic. And thank you for joining us today. This podcast was made available by contributions from listeners like you. To donate, go online to restore7.org. Thank you.